This is an ACB community call presented by American Council of the Blind. This Unmute Presents Community Call was hosted on Tuesday, November 8th, 2022. Good morning, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Glad to see everyone. Just wanted to give a couple announcements here at the top. The first thing is we want to make sure everyone gets their questions answered. So if you get your first question answered, please try to wait until we get everyone's first question answered. And once we get through everyone's first time, then we can come back around and do second questions. Secondly, I just want to also remind everyone that once you get your question answered, please go on to mute so that we don't hear background noise or anything going on in your background. It just makes it easier and less distracting for everyone else who's trying to ask their questions and all of that good stuff. And if you have questions, go ahead and start raising your hand. If you want to get a hold of us, you have questions, comments, anything like that, suggestions, then you can email us at unmutepresents at gmail.com. And Michael, welcome. And what do you got for us this morning? Oh, oh, so you welcome me. I appreciate it. No, so I do want to follow up on an email that we received. And we did email the person back and Marty's getting faster at forwarding me the emails. So hopefully if you've emailed us, we've gotten back to you. If you haven't, just please kindly send us a quick follow-up email because, you know, life happens. Um, So someone had reached out to us and asked if we could provide some feedback and advice on Windows 11 upgrades. Um, And if if I would do it, especially if my computer was eligible, I would say, yes, I would perform the update mainly because Windows 11 has been very stable for me, says the guy who just switched to the Mac on on Sunday. Uh, But it it has been very stable for me. Um, JAWS 2022 and 2023 have support for Windows 11. If you're using an ARM-based computer, and you probably would know if you're using an ARM-based computer, that's the processor that's on your computer, you do need to use JAWS 2023 or NVDA. Uh, Just a quick add-on to that, and then we'll go to the hands that I see here. I'll let Monica let you guys know who is first. Uh, But if you're using Parallels on the Mac, which I'm using on the Mac on the M1 to use Windows every once in a while, uh, I, I have gotten JAWS 2023 to work and it works great, but I've been switching back to NVDA quite regularly. So either of those screen readers will work. And then lastly, um, the narrator voices have been substantially updated. So if that's something you want to play with, you do need Windows 11 in order to try it. You can go to your Windows update to see if your device is compatible with Windows 11. If it is, it'll walk you through the process and uh, no need to worry. If you ever lose speech during the upgrade process, Control Windows Enter will activate Narrator and you can use Narrator to navigate the interface. So that's my little spiel at the beginning. And Marty forgot to remind you guys that if you miss something or you just want to go back and listen, we have all the way from August 9th, uh, every week that we did on podcasting, you can search for Unmute Presenting, your favorite podcast app, or it will be available in ACB community. Uh, Last week, I finally did it. I got the podcast published in 45 minutes from the end of the call. Probably not going to happen this week because I've got to reset up my audio environment, but uh, there you go. So uh, Monica, who do we have first? We have Les first. Hello, Les. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Les. How you doing? I'll Am I uh, uh, on We can hear you. Yep. Okay. Go for uh, it. This is Les from Georgia, and I have a question. Uh, I have an uh, Android phone, which I'm going to take, and it's going to find a river with a <laughs> bunch of rocks on it. And I'm looking into a phone called... Mini Vision 2. Mini Vision 2. Mm-hmm. Could you give me advice on that? Because I understand from all the research I did, it's a pretty good unit, but I need it from professional people that know what they're doing with phones. Is it totally blind, uh, workable, accessible? So I have full transparency. I have no experience with this device aside from hearing about it from other people. If you can, can 
there was a recording and maybe someone can raise their hand and let us know and Les can can hear if that does happen. But someone did a demonstration uh, of the mini vision Two. my understanding is, is that it is fully accessible. Uh, one of the advantages is it gives you access to uh, some of the Android applications that you don't get in other of these devices. What I would definitely look into when looking at the mini vision Two is what carriers it's supported on. If that makes a, a decision, if that impacts your decision-making abilities. That was the first thing I checked, and I'm on Teen Mobile. I've been with them for 200 years, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I went to their place today here in Georgia, and they said, yes, that phone is accessible to them. So you went to T-Mobile in Georgia, and they told you that? Yes. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So it does look like it is. Uh, it does allow you to make calls, send text messages. The the that's what I didn't like about this phone. So it does look like most of it is interacted via voice command. So uh, just be conscientious of that fact too. That's all the right only, with me. The only downfall to that is if you're somewhere where you're traveling, like on a vehicle, bus, something like that, or you're in a public place, you may have a hard time hearing it. Or if you're telling it to do something, it may get caught up with all of the background noise that, uh, you know, when you're trying to give it commands and things like that. So just something to be cognizant of. I was going to ask a silly question, but you already answered it. Can I put a headset on air or a Bluetooth? Yes. It does look like it supports Bluetooth headsets, so that should work. And then some of these Bluetooth headsets do have some noise cancellation microphones that would help with with it better understanding you. And someone asked us last week to uh, get someone from Raz Mobility on to talk about the Mini Vision Two. So I will make uh, I will ask Marty to make a note to have me reach out to them, and we'll see if we can get them on the on the Zoom calls probably early in the new year. Yeah, we'll see if we can make that happen and keep you guys posted. Oh, fantastic. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Yep. Uh, Well, you know what my next step is then. I'm going to go buy it. (laughs) Well, good luck. You'll have to let us us know how you like it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Have a good one, Les. Thanks. Who is next? Deborah Armstrong is next. All right, Deborah, go ahead and unmute. Good morning. Hey, Deborah. How are you doing? I'm good. So I'm actually... Uh, calling him with a solution in September, I had a problem and I called this, I was on this community call and they said, after they gave me a solution to please call back and let them know if it worked. And it did. And so the problem was that my iPhone was all screwy. It was reading everything wrong. And it was very frustrating because I couldn't find anything. Hmm. And it turned out that somehow my navigation level was set to group instead of flat. And you can find that in voiceover settings. And um, so just make sure it's set to flat and your phone will act normal. Uh, I do have a Windows 11 tip. I'll raise my hand at the end of things to get to give that. Thank you. I'm back on mute. Perfect. Thank you, Deborah. And if you find yourself in this situation too, uh, and you're like things, I just can't, I, I, all I can read is the four icons across the bottom of my phone. And, and I can only read certain aspects of your phone. Try doing a two finger flick to the left. That is the gesture on iOS to stop interacting with a group and then go to settings and then disable group, uh, navigation. So Great, great that that worked, Deborah, and thanks for following up. Next, we have Judy. Hi, Judy. Hey, guys. Um, So before iOS 16 came out, I thought I remembered reading that you can customize the amount of time you have to dictate something. I'm speaking mostly for the Messages app. Is that true? And if it is, how do I do that? So what they actually did was they took away the timer. So previously there used to be a timer. So let's say you were to start dictating a text message and you were kind of going slow, thinking about it on the way, it would stop after I think it was maybe 45 seconds. They've removed that now. So what you would wanna do is make sure that in the settings you have dictation turned on. And then anytime you go somewhere, where you use the keyboard in the bottom right corner, there's going to be a little microphone button that says dictate. And then you click on that. And when you want to stop, you do a two finger or double tap. It'll stop it. Okay. Cause I've always used, been using the two finger double tap to start and stop. 
Yep, that um, works too. That works too, yeah. yeah. But it just seems to me sometimes that it's cutting me off. And then when I'm doing the two finger double tap to stop it, my music starts because I didn't know that it had cut me off. So here's the thing. There's a small little glitch, which they have not worked out. And this is the two finger double tap has more than one function. It answers and hangs up the phone. So right. let's say you're on a phone call and the person you're talking to hangs up before you get the chance to hang up and you mm-hmm. do the two finger du- double tap, then you're going to start some audio playing. If you had audio right. playing previously, it's the same thing. It also starts and stop dictation. So you have to be really cognizant about what you're doing and when you're doing it for that fact that that same gesture, two finger double tap does multiple things. Right. I understand that. Yeah. My question is, though, that I don't know that that it somehow has has cut my dictation time off. So mm-hmm. actually, I think you're experiencing a bug that that I have seen in iOS 16.0.2. Um, okay. I did switch back over to beta. And what would happen is it wasn't actually... Because well, tell me if I'm correct. You would two-finger double tap, start dictating, and then two-finger double tap again, and then it would just start playing your media, right? Right, yeah. right. So dictation but, actually yeah. isn't getting stopped then. Because if you two-finger double tap again, it'll... It, often would play the stop dict sound, um, which was very confusing. Um, but I have seen this be fixed in iOS 16.1 beta. So when the new 16 uh, comes out, I think you'll you'll have a better experience. But I, I have observed what you're observing myself. Okay. There's one thing. Just... Uh-huh, Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, because it, it'll make like a weird noise. And mm-hmm. then I don't realize that it actually has stopped my dictation when I haven't stopped. So. so in the new 16 version, there's something you have to be really cognizant of that a lot of people do not realize. One of the functions that they did previous to this new function, when you were dictating, it would eliminate the keyboard and you'd have like sound waves at the bottom in place of the keyboard. And yeah. then when you stop dictating, those sound waves would go away and the keyboard would come back. Now, the keyboard stays there. So when you start dictating, if you want to edit something with um, the keyboard, you can do that while dictating is still on. So say like you say something and then you're like, oh, I spelled this name wrong. Let me delete back a couple and then let me edit that and then I can continue talking. So right. you have to make sure that you're paying a little more attention because the keyboard doesn't go away anymore. Doesn't and you can right. actually use it while you're dictating. It actually right. has its function. So Okay. All right. Thanks. All right. Thanks guys. I appreciate yep, it. Yeah, no problem. Good luck. Thanks. Next we have Jane. Hi Jane. Hi guys. Well, I have a couple of questions, but that dictation thing does not apply though in iOS Safari. So whenever I dictate something to the address bar, um, I can't stop and and start because it automatically just uh, stops. But I haven't oh. set. Yep. I haven't. I haven't finished my thought yet. <laughs> Yeah, I've so seen that too. So you would two finger double tap and then uh, dictation starts and then all of a sudden it stops after like two or three words. Yeah. And then yep. I had to restart or do something, yep. but I don't yep. know how. So what I've done to fix that, and, and it seems to consistently work because I've observed that too, is if I two finger double tap and then it cuts me off, I'll go to rotor and I'll select everything it wrote and then I'll delete it. And then if I two finger double tap again, then it tends to let me actually do my dictation. Uh, okay. So, yeah, I, I've seen that. Uh, you said you had a couple of questions. Was there was there another question? Yeah. Also, in so everybody seems to say that I sound better on Zoom on an iPhone, and that a lot of I guess my mic is somehow lowered. I've tried my input settings on on the Mac and and everything else, but people seem to like my sound on the iPhone, so I want to continue using it, except that I need to use the the Mac for, um, well, now hosting and other things. I guess I have to now get, well, I have a solution to this. I just don't know how I can use my P4 to transfer the Oops, 
Um, okay, it's complicated. I guess it's a little more complicated than I. <laughs> so so, well, so people. Zoom, could, oh, go ahead, Michael. So people like your sound better on your phone, right? Yes. Do you have original sound in Zoom? It's turned off right now. It's turned off right now because you sound just fine. Because this is with original sound turned off. And I'm going to go ahead and turn it on. Now it's on. And I probably got a lot lower to you. Um, and so I wonder if it's now it's back off. I don't know if you're able to tell the t- difference. But I wonder if it's if it, that has relation to it. I Honestly, if you, people can hear you, I, I would just keep doing your personal workflow. Um Unless they can't hear you, especially if you're doing streaming, because you're not going to be able to do everything directly from your phone. Um, yeah, I, I noticed that, but it's like, okay, well then, do I need to get a XLR to... But you no sound just as- fine. Yeah, it's like, I don't know what's wrong. Why do people... You're good right now. So, so if I can just ask a real quick question, when you say people, is it one people or multiple people oh yeah i know that's a question uh uh, one one person but i i guess then be careful when it's just one person because an individual person can be very picky about how people sound and so always be trouble hearing her on zoom before when she's on her computer oh okay and then, not well, sound fine though. And, yeah, like, yeah not but, right now. Well, here's a, so if I can ask one other question, the time when you had trouble hearing Jinsa, was she? Were you using your P4? No. Okay. I was using the same system that I'm using right now, which is a you know right. um, dynamic mic. And... Nope, nope. You sound great, Jane. Jean, like um, <laughs> deaf. Definitely uh, reach out or something if it happens again, or or reach out to us or Herbie or or uh, yeah. you know because really you're sounding curious. great. And I'm just really curious about something though, because like yeah, Michael, you did sound lower. Of course, it makes you sound less scratchy when your original yep. sound is on. But so like right now, mine is off. But if I turn it on, do I you sound go to lower? stereo? No, you're, yeah. you're the same volume, but you go to stereo. The reason yeah. I go lower is because I'm using a mono input and I have it set to stereo and I need to go in and figure out my settings. But that means that only one of my channels is coming out properly. And so I, I need to fix oh. that. But yes, yeah, it, it is okay, true. So turn off the original. I, if if people complain, I prefer original sound on, but if people <laughs> complain. Yeah. So uh, we're going to jump to the next question, Jane. But if that happens again, feel free to reach out and we can try troubleshoot and see what's going on. Uh, Monica, who do we have next? Monica, she turned her original sound off too. Sounded like she turned all of her sound off. <laughs> all right, Did I will go ahead. Can you hear? Okay, oh, it's Eric code. Okay, I was muted on both sides. Eric code three hundred one ending in eight eight seven. Feel free to unmute. Yeah, hi there. This is Nate from Maryland. Hey Nate, questions. how you doing? I'm doing well. Yourselves? Good, good. Thank you. First question is, I tried searching for Unmute Presents on Apple Podcasts, and I can't find it. I use Siri to search. I even tried typing it in with a space between Unmute Presents and not showing for me. There's something I will look I that should... up. Yeah, let me look that up for you real quick, Nate, with okay. podcasts, because I don't use Apple Podcasts. I'll go ahead with the other question while I look that up for you. Well, may I assert, well, as a follow-up, which podcast player do you prefer? I use Overcast. Overcast. I may switch mm-hmm. to that. It's great. I mean, it's, it works with voiceover. Or well, what do you use? What kind of phone or computer are you using? I have a 13 mini, and I use Apple Podcasts because I didn't know any better. Yeah. And I just Overcast is easy getting, to use, and it works with voiceover, and so you might like that. And you can get it to back up easily. You know, if you need to go back 10 seconds, if you miss something, it's yep. easier to do. Yeah, they yep. have, uh, you know, like uh, jump back 15 seconds or forward 15 seconds or 30 or whatever. I think you can, uh, you can actually go into the settings too. and customize w- what you want those to be. Yeah. Um, it's got some good features. It's, it's really great. It's simple to use and, and it works really well. And it works and with voiceover. So, yeah. 
And uh, Nate, I did just search for unmute one word space present, and it did come up under the show's heading in Apple Podcasts as the first one there. And it has my name, Michael oh. Babcock, there. I will check again. Yeah, and try it again. If you have thing, any other problems, let yeah. us know. Yeah, one last quick question. When I try dictating with Siri in WhatsApp, it cuts me off after the first sentence or two. Any suggestions other than just copy and paste the text? What version um, of uh, software are you running on your phone? Uh, what is it, 16.1? So I don't because, honestly, WhatsApp has turned into a voice messaging app for me. So I will play with that and follow up with you next week and let you know for sure if, if I find a workaround for that because that's interesting. Well, I dictate it. I don't know. I dictate in Italian. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. He just doesn't like Italian. Uh, could be, could be, you know. <laughs> I'll try so, it in English, see if it's any better. Yeah, thanks, Nate. Okay. And uh, yeah, check out Overcast. It's a really nice, uh, a pretty simple app to use. And I, I personally prefer Overcast to Apple Podcasts myself. Will do. Thanks both so much. No problem. Have a great Who's day. next, Monica? Deborah. Okay, you don't have any other hands raised, right? Because I don't want to cut in front of someone. You're good. You do go have ahead. a couple, but go ahead, Deborah. Yeah, so I have a, a Windows 10 and 11 tip. So I had two computers. I have one here at home that was so screwed up, I had to reinstall Windows on it. And I had another at work I had to upgrade to Windows 11. And in both cases, they had the Realtek audio chip. They were laptops. And so I got into the second part. I think it was the second reboot, and Narrator would not speak. And I watched those videos from Microsoft on how to use Narrator to install Windows. And what I finally figured out is that I needed to use a USB sound device because Windows didn't have the Realtek drivers yet because it was in the middle of installing itself. And AT Guys sells um, USB sound cards that work with this. Also, I had a cheapy USB headset and I had cheapy USB speakers I bought at a flea market. And all three of those worked fine for a upgrade or a Windows install if um, Narrator seems to die on you and you have a Realtek chip. So I just wanted to share that. I'm going to go back on mute. Very good tip, and it makes me love Realtek so much more. Insert sarcasm there. Yes, uh, that, that's a good tip, and and uh, full transparency. I do work for AT guys. Those uh, sound cards are twelve dollars, um, and the, it's nice to have an extra sound card around, honestly, just in case things happen. So, thank you for that, Deborah. That's a good tip uh, to keep in mind if you're installing Windows and you lose speech. All right, Monica, who's next? Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. Okay, we'll go to Herbie. Oh, no. Herbie? Let's try this. There we go. Can you hear me? Oh, we yes, can. we Herbie, can. Let's go to Elizabeth real quick and then we'll take you. Go ahead, Elizabeth. I'm sorry. Can you hear me? Yes, yes we, we can. can. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what happened before. That that weird file from before that ODG was apparently a vector something type file. It's drawing stuff. Yep. Um, and it tells me how I can convert it to P PDF as if I would ever want to be stupid enough to do that. Um, but so I thought I'd share. What was that where she was talking about about using, I thought she was talking about using Zoom on the phone and she was using, she had a, a sound setting in there. Did I misunderstand that? So what she was using is a device called a P4, and that is an audio interface that interfaces oh. with your computer and your phone. And that's how some people get Clubhouse and Zoom to talk together so people can hear oh, each no. other. That's what she was talking about. So, um, okay. Could we encourage people not to chat those questions yeah. at us because I can't hear you when they're doing those okay. questions? I, I can Thank repeat you. it. I, I no, no, no. It. I did okay. hear you. Yeah. But in future, if we could encourage people to give their questions audio rather uh -huh. than that way, that would yep. be 
Thanks so much. Yeah, not a a problem. I do want to make sure that we are inclusive of everyone and some people do not have the ability to speak. So uh, I I do understand why some people put chat messages Yeah, I get that. We maybe need to, and I'm sorry, I didn't allow for that. Yeah, no no problem. Uh, So Herbie, you are next. Go ahead. All right. So here's how it goes. When it's my problems, I usually understand them. When it's somebody else, I get (laughs) mixed up. So this goes on the range of somebody else. And um, just curious if there's any extra advice I should give them. So I had somebody uh, calling me the other day going, "Um, here's the deal. I'm trying to sign into uh, my Google account on my, uh, they have a Windows 11 computer. And they got an email saying, you know, that they had been signed out of their Google account because uh, their computer may potentially have malware. So the only advice, computer, shut up. The only advice I could really think to give them was a run a program like Malwarebytes, which they did, and it didn't find anything, and it did a complete scan. And then the only other thought I think I could think of was, you know, maybe Google has some kind of limitation on how many devices can be signed into your account, but I was just wondering if uh, you or anybody had actually ever encountered that, and if there's any different advice you would have. So my first question is, do you, and, and you may not have this answer, but the first thing I would wonder is, was that email actually sent by Google, and were they actually signed out? Um, I did ask that question, and they said that they were signed out. Uh, that is... That Sometimes is there is a limit. They've been... Across the board, not only Google, but sometimes now they're putting limits on how many devices, especially remote devices, that you can have logged into an account at one time just because it becomes, you know, you've got 10 devices, this thing, that thing, the other thing. They're trying to, you know, eliminate having so many devices logged in at the same time all the time. I mean, I think they, so what I'm guessing is what's happened is, is, you know, because they've reformatted like the other computer and you know how it is. Sometimes sites don't know that you've gotten rid of a device so it still sees it as logged in but yeah that was the first thing i thought of is was it from google and all that and they said that they definitely had been signed out so there is a administrative page in your google account where you can go and look and see you know what devices are logged into your Mm -hmm. accounts and you can go through and if there's say like you had an old maybe phone you got rid of and you didn't log out or maybe you had an old computer and you didn't log out you can boot those out through that administrative page account.google.com slash secure will give you a list of oh, all of slash the signed, security that yep, means- slash security will give you a list of all the recently signed in devices and that might be a good place to get started to uh, troubleshoot right. what's going on okay I just didn't know if there was anything else that I should have them take into consideration yep so uh, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, address these Joe mark this Joe mark in the chat uh, he has two questions um, Joe I don't know why you're not getting through to the email I don't know if Marty's seeing your email or not but try sending it to unmute presents all one word at gmail.com but I'll take your questions here in the chat real quick the first question that you have is do you know of a program that can play record and edit videos that works well with jaws for playing and recording videos first of all I use VLC to play my videos when I'm on the Windows side of things. Um, For recording, there is the Microsoft uh, camera that you can use to record videos. And then honestly, what I use to edit videos, I'm I'm completely blind, so I'm not going to be the best video editor. I just pull those videos into Reaper and I edit them in Reaper and then I export a video file. And that's how I'm able to trim video content and, and push it over to YouTube. Speaking of which, you said another question is, that I want to create a WordPress blog, but I can't find the right uh, tutorial considering the fact that I have no site. Um, There, and you're working with JAWS suggestions and then a question mark. There are several tutorials out there on YouTube. Um, If you type in uh, building, actually, if you just Google build WordPress with access technology, you'll go to a comprehensive post that I created on my uh, blog that has several different videos on there that walk you through building a WordPress site. I think that content was specifically with voiceover on the Mac. However, I know Taylor Arndt, A-R-N-D-T, did create several YouTube playlists that show you how to build WordPress with NVDA. She does not use JAWS. 
but you can take the concepts and uh, generally use them uh, with that as well for NVDA. So hopefully that answers both of your questions. Again, unmute presents at gmail.com, all one word, and make sure to add the S at the end because we did have someone say that they couldn't get a hold of us and they were sending an email to unmute present at gmail. So make sure to have that add. I do believe uh, there's also a couple of plugins for the administrative backend that enhance whatever screen reader you're using. Yeah, there are, but they're not necessarily needed. Um, so, but, but thank you, Marty, because there are a couple that will help, but if my, my honest opinion is, is learn the admin dashboard and how to interface with WordPress, because those, the plugins aren't always going to be updated and there's nothing that's, that, that will say that the plugins will be updated. So, uh, get comfortable with the way that WordPress actually looks. And if you need one-on-one help, try to reach out to us again and, uh, I, we can, we can work together. Monica, do we have another question? Ibrahim has a question. Ibrahim, how are you? Hey, Ibrahim, how are you doing? Can you guys hear me? Yep, yep, we can hear you. Awesome. Um, I just have a quick question. On the iPhone, um, in the mail app, how do I get rid of auto-completed um, email addresses? Because um, I'm asking for my mother who mistypes email addresses sometimes. And I see uh, mistyped email addresses there, and she keeps selecting it because it's auto in the list, autocomplete list. So, um, go, go ahead, ahead Michael. If you, well, I was going to say, if you have an idea, go ahead. I'm going to do a couple of quick tests real quick to see if I can figure that out for you because that's I, I get what you're saying, and I've yeah. never really tried to delete them. So I will see if I can figure that out. For I you. know this is in the search. I've done it before. Like, I, um, so when you type to, um, it just gives a suggestion of an incorrect email address, which I just want to get rid of, and. That email address is not in contacts anywhere. I can't find that anywhere. So, yeah. Sometimes you can turn off autocorrect and then it won't do that. What's happening a lot of times is it Uh, thinks that it wants to autocorrect and it will just stick it in there. A lot of times it also... Uh, say like you're typing something out and then you hit the space bar, then it will fill in with the autocorrect. So you might need to toggle on and off the autocorrect. It's not in the autocorrect um, list. It's in the like suggested email lists. Um, you know, when as you're typing in, in your an email address, it brings up that suggestions. I think if you just continue typing, it, it'll it it'll bring up the suggestion, but as long as you continue typing whatever it is you're trying to type, it won't actually insert yes, the... Yes, it automatically insert, but oftentimes it doesn't realize that's an incorrect email address there. I'm trying to get rid, rid of it completely. So I do have one suggestion. Yeah. You could always... Um, <clears throat> Aside from, you know, things like the address book and whatever, that's one way. Another thing you do, she could always do is a keyboard shortcut for specific addresses. So, for instance, like I actually have, I have to type in my email address a lot into websites. So I have a specific shortcut like HBA, which will, you know, type out herbie.allenit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's called text replacement. Text replacement, You fill that in, and then so you fill out your entire email address, and then you just put a small text snippet that every time you type that text snippet, it'll populate with the entire email address you're trying to put in. I'll I'll do that, because there's only a couple of email addresses there. Yeah, so you would go into the keyboard, go to text replacement, and then you'll see you can add them there. The only thing is you have to type the snippet you choose to represent that long email address, and then to make it insert, you need to press space. Yes, okay, thank you. Yep. Um, Anything else? No, that's it. All right. That's some good content you could create. Just throwing that out there. Who's next, Monica? Uh, nobody has a hand up right now. Okay. I did see Mike's hand up for a minute. Um, did he leave? Mike, if you still have a question, go ahead and unmute. And in the meantime, uh, Elizabeth has her hand up. Go ahead, Elizabeth. Yeah. Hi. Um, I. Who's that? Can we mute that person? Or who is that? Yeah. Thank you. No, they're muted. Go ahead. 
Okay, I um, I created a Gmail account and suddenly a lot of messages that should have gone to one of my former accounts went instead to my Gmail account. Now everything else continued to go to my other account, so I don't know why these went to my Gmail account. But there's like 75 of them or something, none of which, I mean, I just discovered this recently. They've been going there for a while. And I have no need of them. Is there some way to delete them in bulk on that page? I didn't even see a delete button on the Gmail page. I must be like dead or something. What is so, it I'm missing? So, so Gmail actually it. calls it archive. Uh, so I don't know if you saw an Aww. archive button on that page. Um, because they don't actually delete your messages unless you go into the all messages folder and delete them from there. Um, so how do I go? How do I go there? So go go to the all messages folder. Yeah. Um, there's a link on the Gmail page. First of all, are you using the Gmail interface or are you using a third-party tool to access? No, to? I'm going to gmail.com on a PC Perfect. Windows 10. So your first thing is you do uh, JAWS key plus Z or NVDA key plus space to disable virtual viewer or browse mode, respectively. Yeah, JAWS key yep. plus Z. So JAWS key plus Z. Then what I do is I type... I, I tap GI, which stands for go to inbox. So when you type GI, it'll bring you to the list of your inbox messages. The letter X will select the messages and you can use your arrow keys to down arrow through the list of message messages, select the messages you want to archive, and then tap the letter E for echo and that will archive the selected messages. And I will say two things that may help you. If you want to see more than 25 messages on a page, you can go into your settings and choose to have, you know, 25 or 50 or however many you want. And also you need to select an email before the delete button will show up. Otherwise you won't see the delete button. Well, it says archive. Or oh. archive is what I mean. You have to select uh, it before it will okay. the option and, to do anything with it. And I have your email, so I may just have an email conversation with yep. you about these people because I I just think they're a little flaky and strange, and I'm just not used to it. All right. No, no problem. Yep. I, so I'm glad I'm not the, the only one who didn't understand the archive versus. So yeah. archive is their version of delete. Or it's yes. like partial delete. So it partially deletes. So I have a Gmail account that I've had the same one for 2015. Uh -huh. um, and, and by default, and this is an advantage, in my opinion, to Gmail, is you can do a search and it will mm -hmm. search all of your messages, including messages I got back in 2017, for example, uh -huh. to find the message that I want. And because it's not all being deleted, it's being archived. Now, you, as I said, you can go into all messages and actually completely delete the messages if you want. I have never done that myself, but it uh, is doable. Okay. Gmail has this mindset where they say, you never have to delete an email. You know, that's right. I, I don't know. Maybe I will at some point because I don't think there's any reason to keep them. I also want to say that I was startled when I went in. I tried to give myself several email possibilities, blah, 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 at gmail.com, blah, 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 at gmail.com. And I kept getting a message back that they were all taken, which I found yep. rather startling in the sense that I was just, well, frankly, surprised somebody took those. Um, well, even more weird, a few years ago, actually, why? this is more than a few years ago, that? I tried to get my own name and it was taken. So I well, could not have Marty Sobo at gmail.com because right. someone I mean, took it. Are there to does that mean that this is real or is that something i mean do you think that's really happening uh, it, yeah people I, take it yeah some people will just sit on names and stuff and then uh oh. like it, it is complete like unfortunately there isn't any control oh. we'll, we'll lock that right. there isn't any control over what's going on uh with your your name right. so you just have to keep checking so and do you think some of these things that are sometimes taken would perhaps if i went back six months later be no. untaken no probably no. not so once they're uh, taken, they're gone. Yep. So uh, I do have another question here. Elizabeth. Go on. So Thank you. you. No, no, I appreciate problem. it. No problem. Bell, go ahead. You are next. So what about uh, shift delete? Can people use shift delete? You know, if they think that people are flaky or whatever, can they just shift delete the message? 
I've never tried that, but if you bear with me a quick 30 seconds, I will try that real quick and I'll shift delete my boss's message. <laughs> Let's see. If I select it and I do shift delete, that has no effect on Gmail email. On archive. So oh, okay. Oh, boy. Oh, my. Okay. Thank you. However, shift E does delete a message. So instead of archiving it, it will delete a message if you use shift E and that'll automatically delete it. So thank you, Belle. I never thought about adding E to that. So appreciate it. Or I'm sorry, I never thought about adding shift to it. So who's next, Monica? Les. Hello, Les. Okay, I'm back. Uh, I have a question about a printer. I have a Canada Canon printer and it's liquid ink and I've cleaned it three times, but I still, it does not print out letters properly. You'll get maybe five or six letters that are good, then a whole bunch of bad and then good. There's nothing you can do about it, is there? No, unfortunately. I mean, if you've cleaned it out, because that was going to be my suggestion, if you've cleaned it out, it's 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 almost, and I hate to do this because of how much waste we have right now, but it is almost better to go pick up a new printer and, and then use that because if you've cleaned it out, have you changed the ink too? Yep. Yeah. Brand new ink. And I cl actually cleaned it twice. Yeah. Yeah. And so, forget it. Yeah. And, and the rest of the letters are just blurred or? Yes. Yeah. It, um, it, you may get a half a letter. You may get a quarter letter. Then all of a sudden, the same letter will completely print itself. <laughs> what are you using it for, word, the printer? Pardon? What are you using the printer for? Oh, I use it mostly for uh, when I get mail in or something. I got to answer somebody mm -hmm. and I like to keep a copy of it. Um, also, uh, I have a lot of recipes that I get in on um, my computer. And I my sig. A suggestion for you, if you're going to buy a new um, a new printer and you're uh, really only using it for documentation, I would look at a black and white laser printer. It's going to last you way longer. It's going to be more sturdy. You're going to get a lot more life out of the cartridges than you would out of an inkjet. If you don't need color and you want something that's going to last longer, you know you may pay a few more dollars for it, but right. it's going to last you way longer on the cartridges. I mean, the average inkjet color printer you buy off the shelf is going to give you around 300 400 pages if you get a laser printer and you're only doing black and white it's going to give you like 1200 pages oh fantastic uh, uh do does canon make that type of yes they do they yes. all make they all make laser printers yep. so if you're doing documents i would definitely get a laser printer over an inkjet for sure okay that sounds good there's nothing you can do with the because I can still use it for copying into mm -hmm. my computer and um, reading stuff. Like I have open book attached to it, which I yeah. love. But that's Great it. Software. I can't print. I can't do that. Right. I mean, I don't, I don't have any other suggestions, especially if you've already cleaned it. Um, that that My next suggestion is to look at an, a laser jet printer or something. Or a laser printer. Okay. You guys could make some money if you could figure out how to clean them up. <laughs> yeah yeah you you might remember those old uh cd cleaners where it would clean off the laser with that disc that had the brushes on it yeah. if there's only one of those for printers like you could put a piece of paper that had brushes that would go through and clean everything there you yes. go there's there's the next great invention idea thank you les i'm gonna go over here to mike whose number ends in 420 go ahead mike you'll need to hit star six to unmute there you are Hi. Oh, yeah, I was wondering, have y'all ever used the app SuperSense for iOS? I used it about a year and a half ago. And what did you think of it? I didn't get enough value in it to pay for it, so I switched back to Envision or Seeing AI. Um, some people will, will respectfully and not respectfully disagree with me. Uh, so I, I personally just use Envision or Seeing AI, or if you have access to an Android phone, I will 
wholeheartedly support uh, Google Lookout is my favorite app of that nature. Appreciate your opinion. No problem, Mike and uh, Monica. Who is next? I don't see anyone. I do have some with their hand up. Yeah, it looks like Scott has his hand up, I think. <laughs> yes, ahead, I just raised my hand. Thank you. Go, Scott. How are you uh, doing? Yeah, on SuperSense, I will swear I will swear by it for OSCR on iOS. It's I mean, it will guide you, it will verbally guide you as to how to aim the phone to to the page, you know, move closer to the document, move further away, move one inch to the left, to, to the right, toward yourself forward away from yourself i mean it'll and this is in the document mode that it has uh, where it's you're trying to scan an entire page and and it it does pretty it does pretty accurate uh, scanning that way because it like i said it just verbally guides you scott is that in the paid version or the free version probably paid um i don't i don't think i you know, I kind of took the plunge when I first got it, and got the hundred dollar lifetime gotcha. subscription. So I, but I think it was well worth it. Perfect. And and SuperSense does offer a trial. So if you haven't tried it out yet, you can oh, yeah. go get that trial too. So thanks, Scott. I, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. If you're on iOS, I'd swear by SuperSense for OCR. SuperSense is also available on Android for those who are curious too. So uh, definitely a good tool, and, and I appreciate that. If Scott, you don't want to, I will make one other suggestion. If you don't want to spend that much money, it's a good scanner. I would look at Voice Dream Scanner. They have a companion app that's a reader, and uh, the scanner app and the reader app are both uh, great products, and they're not nearly $100. So. And Voice Dream Reader makes a great MP3 player. I've been using it for that quite a bit. So. Yes, sir, it does, especially if you have audiobooks that aren't uh, – uh, the, well, I have several audiobooks that I've ripped from CD because CDs take way too much room, uh, and you can just put those in Voice Stream and listen to them right there, which is super nice. Yeah. Or other textbooks like Bookshare books. So thank you for that. It looks like we don't have any other questions right now. So Marty, do you have anything to talk about? Otherwise, I can talk about uh, my adventure over the week. Let's hear about your adventure. That sounds good. So Michael decided, I think maybe it was last, maybe I told you guys about this last week. I don't remember that I was going to reset all of my devices to factory default at once. Uh, Long story short, if you use a tool like 1Password or two-factor authentication on your iCloud account, not a smart idea because I was not able to get into any of my accounts for a little while. It was nice to have silence for like two hours of phones not ringing. Uh, But after I did that, I told my wife when we were at Costco that I really wanted to get a a stand-up desk. And then all of a sudden, we happened to walk by these sit-stand desks that were on sale for $2.99, I think they were. Um, And so we weren't going to get it, but we did decide to get it. And this sit-stand desk has a uh, in- in glass touch sensitive sensor that will let you turn uh, raise the desk or lower it and you can set presets and it also has a timer that I always accidentally hit that will tell you that it's time to stand but more importantly it has a built-in chi charger so I always have my airpods sitting on that charger which is a wireless charger and it uh, charges up and then if you had sight or you just like to doodle the uh, desktop has a, gl- a tempered glass so you you can use uh, dry erase markers on it and then just wipe off the marker. Um, so very, very well worth it. It's a very sturdy desk. And if anyone's interested, send us an email. And we can get you more details about it. But in the meantime, Eugenia has their hand up. Go ahead, Eugenia. Hi. Eugenia, how, how are you? you doing? Good. Thanks. How are I'm you? Doing, well, so-so, but I'm doing better now. Um, I, you you talk, mentioned a voice dream reader that you can uh, transfer um, audiobooks from CDs into Voice Dream Reader? Uh-huh. How you do that? So you have to use a tool to, it's called RIP, the audio CDs. Um, I did this, yeah. oh, several years ago uh, with my CD okay. collection because none of my devices have a CD player on them anymore. So you have to put the CD in and then you copy it from your computer. There's several tools to do it on Windows and Mac. Um, what are you use, on, Eugenia? What com- what? I computer? would like to... Transfer it to my iPad. 
Okay, but you have to transfer it to your computer first because there's not a CD player for your iPad. So do you have a computer? Uh I gave it to my daughter. Okay. So yeah, you I have the, a Mac before. Yeah. Gotcha. So so the process would be to uh get the mute get the audio from the CD. And then what I did is I just put it in my uh iCloud drive and then I was able to yeah. access it from any of my devices in Voice Stream because it, it was able to to see it. But the oh, gotcha okay. would be to get the audio CD onto your iCloud drive. Does your daughter or the computer, the Mac that you gave your daughter, does that Mac have a CD drive in it? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Then I would take your iPad and your CDs and go over there and have her help you rip the CDs. And then you can transfer the CDs that you ripped to your iPad and then you'll have them on your iPad. Oh, okay. I will do that then because she's going to borrow my iPad now. (laughs) <laughs> to, for travel and, to, and for movies, uh, yeah, my, my iP- I, yeah, with the iPad, I don't need the uh, MacBook anymore. Yeah, yeah, perfect, Eugenia. Right. Feel free to ask any other questions. We've got about- probably I will ask you more about it, how to do it, because somebody told me that I could do it directly into the iPad. uh, Well, you have to, so if the audio is starting from a CD, you have to have a way to get the audio off the CD and digitize it onto the computer. So since that's impossible on an iPad, you need to have a computer to do it. But once you have the files ripped and digitized onto the computer, then you can transfer them and save them on your iPad. Thank you. Thank you so much. We have about five more minutes. uh, We can take one more probably. So do we have one more question there? We got one more. Yes, area code 301 ending in 887. I think that's Nate. Yeah, it is Nate. I just wanted to suggest you could also just buy an external optical drive for about $30. You could, well, that way you could listen to it on your computer if you'd like. She that doesn't is, have a computer. But that is also a great suggestion for well, people yeah, who do have a computer. So, yes. Yeah. Thank you, Nate. I just Thanks, Nate. The computer. Yep, that's it. All right. Perfect. Looks like that's going to wrap us up for this week. Thanks, everybody, for coming. We appreciate it. Monica, thanks for being our awesome host, as always. And don't forget, if you have any questions, comments, something you'd like to hear, or a suggestion of maybe a special event, go ahead and give us an email at unmute presents. And that does have an S on the end, plural at gmail.com. And Michael, you have anything in closing? This is going to be our shortest episode. I don't know if I like it, but nope, that's about it. Uh, Stay tuned. Don't forget to get subscribed to that podcast. Uh, One of these days, one of us will publish some additional content into the podcast feed. So uh, there is going to be some training material that will be published there that is not available in the community call because we don't have the the time or uh, facilities to be able to make that happen. So if you're not subscribed to Unmute Presents on ACB Community and your favorite podcast app, uh, get subscribed or reach out to us via email and we'll get you uh, some assistance with getting that subscription in and uh, you can probably start seeing some content here in the very near future i'm not going to give a date because well you know that life happens uh and that's all i got thanks again monica for hosting us thanks to all of you for joining us and uh, we'll be back next tuesday at 10 a.m pacific 1 p.m eastern thanks everyone have a great week